0: Hello. So I'm going to be talking about the process, um, the process of me leaving my home and moving to the camp. So uh, I'm the last child of my parents, so they basically don't really have much doing. I mean, my mom still works. My dad is retired. So when my camp, call up later arrived, they agreed to take me to the state, which is about seven hours drive from. Now I have my license and I can drive, so I really thought I could make the drive right. So I started driving. After about five hours, I was out. I was I was almost dying. (laughs) I was almost dying, and my dad was just laughing at me because okay, yeah, fair enough. I've never I've never driven that long in my life, and wow, it's stressful, especially because the roads are not that good in Nigeria. So having to concentrate on your speed, the roads, the next driver, the driver before you, the driver after you, it takes a lot of mental energy. My eyes were red and so my dad had to continue for the remaining two hours. We arrived at Ocean State at about four o'clock. We left the other state about nine. And when we arrived at night, we had to go to a guest house to stay the night, we ate. We talked. We actually drank together at night, yeah. Then the next day, they had to drop me off at the gates for the orientation camp. Yeah, the camp is called the NYC Orientation Camp. Because that's basically where you are taught a lot of things about being in Nigeria, honestly. There are a lot of organizations come, the ESCC, the ICPC. Those are crime, those are corruption fighting agencies. Some senators come. The king of the area we're in, Ocean State, actually came to see us that's the boring part about the counter buffet <laughs> because every, every day for the first two weeks we have a five hours lecture from 9 till 2 which is terribly 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 boring i've never had a five hours lecture in my life before this that's five hours of just listening to people talk it's it's oh my god <laughs> it was so boring that we're, we had to devise a means of sleeping we had to come up like luckily for us so this was just after the Corona COVID 19 pandemic, so we're still wearing face masks. So we had to come up with a way to like raise the face masks high enough that our eyes will be covered between the face masks and our caps so we can actually sleep in peace. Because these people do not let you sleep if you're sleeping, they come wake you up <laughs> like wow, that's just it's just sad. So I arrived um, in the morning, I got my bags checked, so I get to the camp. And the first thing you have to do when you get to the camp, like I said, this was after the COVID-19 pandemic, you have to get a COVID-19 test. And this was my first COVID-19 test. Wow. I had no idea. It was like this girl just, it's like she wanted to kill me. The the swab, she just tapped the swab up my nose. And like she was playing with my eyeball from my nose. It was painful. It was so, so, so painful. It was shockingly painful. And i was trying to be a man so i didn't want to cry i didn't want to shout i just had to take it there and just look at her like really you're not gonna warn me you're just (laughs) just gonna violate me so after the test i had to wait for the results and then i I was actually watching other people that were taking the test and i felt really good when i saw that people shout and i was like okay okay that means i'm not the weak one (laughs) it's normal to feel pain during this test and after the covid 19 tests I was asked for my fitness um, certificate and that's when I realized I was meant to go do medical fitness before I come for the camp so I had to leave the camping ground. At this point, my parents already decided going back to the state. So I didn't want to stop them. I had to go get my fitness certificate, I had to go to a nearby hospital, paid for it, did a urine test, blood test, everything, came back to the camp, continued my registration and because of that delay, I wasn't able to finish my registration on that day. Luckily for me, actually not luckily for me, i um made sure i could get a room to stay in like a bed a bed space so i don't have a problem with where to sleep so i i got that if i continued my registration process so i couldn't finish it up that day i went to sleep we were woken up the next morning and that was the first time i woken up at 5 a.m but it was the first day so everybody was still you know everybody was still motivated it was it was it was like it was a cool thing oh they woke us at five wow let's go out i wasn't going help <laughs> because i've been in a boarding house before i knew how it works people that are really happy about the people that were that haven't really gone to a boarding house so they just they were still hyped by the first day first the adrenaline rushing through their body we went for the devotion that morning i said devotion um I think there was breakfast I didn't eat, I ate like only 3 times or 4 times during the 3 weeks over there because um, the, the quality of the food wasn't really, it was, it was terrible, it was just terrible, wow. Like I would look at the food my hostel mates are eating and nah, terrible. I had to go buy food so I had to be eating once or twice a day because I didn't have that much money to build buying food 3 times. And I couldn't afford chicken, so I be eating meat, which is, which is, which is actually really awesome though. Like I meet mean, people that can't afford meat, so we're grateful. <laughs> um, so I had to continue my registration that afternoon. And oh my god, that's that's my. I, 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 whew. I mean, my NYC orientation won't be complete if I don't tell the story of this pretty 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 girl that just caught my attention i was still trying to get registered okay so here's the thing in the nyc retention cap you have to wear white on white that's white t-shirts and white shorts with white shoes and white socks (laughs) and um (laughs) the sojo the the army guys start calling you white foul as soon as it changes just start referring to you as a white foul because yes you look like a white so i was trying to register and then i saw this i I don't know this stunning girl that just caught my attention and like i said for some weird reason i was out of my quiet i don't know i was out of my comfort zone i wasn't really that shy as usual so i was able to talk no actually she talked to me first she asked me just a very mundane question something about she needs a pen or what i'm registering for i don't really i wasn't listening (laughs) either then i asked her why she is wearing white on white already when she's not registered i know that was the first conversation like we had and then she told she just she just felt like very very unnecessary i don't know i'm just hyped to. i don't know there's not have you ever met a girl that you can't just like okay, it is for the guys or um the girls that are the girls or so. okay okay let me just rephrase that have you ever met someone that you can't just figure out what it is about them but you just want you just want to know what it is. But you can't figure out what it is. They are just attractive. For the sole reason of being attractive. Okay. I feel like I've talked too much about this. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I finished my registration that day. I got my. Um, white on white. And white shoe. <laughs> they gave me a size 4 white shoe. And I wear a size 10. I don't know if I got that correctly. Like I used the. I think the UK UK system in Nigeria, so they gave me a size 36, and I wear size 46 And this guy didn't let me change it. No, that's that's past. It's fine. I survived. <laughs> so I went to my hostel with my clothes, and um, I decided I'm not going to wear my white and white daddy because I'm not yet ready to be a white fowl. So I kept on going, um, going about regular activities with my coloured until the next day, when I had to actually come out the white and white, and oh my god, it, it, it wasn't fun, because I put on this white and white, right, I could see through, it's white, it's a white shirt, and like, they don't let you bring jeans, you have to wear um, very spot like material of white, it was see-through, I, I didn't feel comfortable, like, okay, I'm, I'm a fat guy, so I'm not really comfortable with my body, I felt, I felt, I felt terrible. I felt transparent. <laughs> and it was not just me. We were like about three guys in the hostel that were just know when you like you just wear something that you could see through and you just start looking at yourself like why? Why, why can I see through? This is not nice, this is not good. And finally I actually I didn't get the confidence to go out that day. I went out with the white and white, but I had to wear a jacket. Because <laughs> it was terrible. So that was the first day we had a family meeting. In the previous episode, I talked about um the platoon. We're shared into platoon, so I was in platoon two. So we had a family meeting. Family meeting is like the meeting of the platoon, everybody in the platoon. That was when the platoon leader was picked, uh, the social director was picked and everything. I wasn't comfortable. Oh my god. I just I had to sit down at the back of the crowd. And that was the they shared people into the different groups. The guys, um, the guys that could play football went to the football group, the girls that could play volleyball went there, the ones that could dance went to dancing. And then the plant officer said everybody has to do something. So I just um I just went to the drama group. And that's how I was that's how I was drafted into the drama group. With a terrible script. <laughs> I mean I did my best. There was a part in the drama that I was supposed to cry, but I I, re- I have um I can't I don't cry. I, I mean I cry i've gotten my heart broken once obviously and like i cried yeah i cried well i can't really cry on the go it was so bad they they applied some hot rub on my eyelids i still couldn't cry i was blinking and like i was sniffling from my nose like i couldn't cry and I was given the lead role, and the lead role, the uh, act, the um character had to cry at a point. So I, I did all the I did the crying faces, like you know when you like make your face like you're crying and you're wailing and everything, but your tears may not out. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. That wasn't the reason we came tense though. Um, I think the, one of the major reasons we came tense was because we're the first group to go out for the drama, and um we didn't really know w- what. I'm just giving excuses here, we didn't know what to do, our timing was off, our projection was off, the costumes were scrappy, everything was just scattered, it, was, it, it, it wasn't fun, it wasn't nice, but we did our best, <laughs> I felt really bad, I'm not gonna lie, I felt so bad, I hate losing it, I hate losing so much, but anyway thanks to the drama group I met, two girls that were really close friends throughout the camp like people actually thought we were dating with one of the girls and uh, no we're just friends and i mean it was a cool friendship because she also relocated with me like we both relocated from the ocean state to river state and like we we hung out here yeah, we did a registration in river state together but we were friends um different local government areas in river state so we're kind of far apart so i haven't seen her in about three weeks that's my fault though majorly my fault i'm taking full responsibility for that um so um after that i joined the obs crew thanks to another girl and the lady i met she was in the obs crew she was in the media department and like in my previous episode i already told you guys i had a cool manual in social media so, I, she asked me to help her with the social media activities. We did a contest. There was a Miss NYC, a beauty pageant, and Mister Macho. So we did a contest. Um, not yeah, we did a contest where people would vote for the best. That's the, for the, the Miss NYC and the Mister Macho on Instagram, and we had to collect the votes, calculate the votes, and like declare the winner. That was the major work I did for that. But being a member of the OBS gives you immunity to some of the activities so basically because i had the id card that i was working with the OBS i was free to avoid any activity i didn't want to do then again i wanted to do most of the activities so i avoided the days i was really really tired oh i did a i did a podcast also on the OBS yeah i did a podcast one day talking about how my um talking about basically what i'm talking about here (laughs) Well, the podcast on the orientation ground is being broadcasted live with the speakers around the camps, so everybody could hear your voice. And guess what? I came out and guess what I saw? Pretty pretty girl. Yeah, we're gonna refer to her as pretty pretty girl. I saw pretty pretty girl, she was like, oh, I heard your voice. And I was like, oh my god. I don't know, I'm just so hyped about this girl, it's crazy. It so I'm probably never gonna meet her again no you know i think i'm gonna go cry now okay thank you um i hope you enjoyed this i hope you listen again (laughs) i think i'll be back for more and i hope you remain hopeful Bye bye